Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Higher Points Podcast. I'm Nick Sowers, one of your co-hosts. I'm here with my buddy Nate Hyatt, coming at you with another To The Point episode. Just a really short, down and dirty, just kind of uh, every other week that we just kind of give you some of the thoughts that have been bouncing around our mind. And today, we're excited to announce that we have surpassed a thousand downloads which we think is amazing at least i think is pretty amazing didn't expect that this fast honestly well thanks thanks to your your episode uh you know which absolutely blew up statistically you guys gotta hear about my pain (laughs) everybody (laughs) delights in your pain maybe we should talk about that more maybe well so based on that that thousand downloads like first of all uh we get to smoke our stogies we'll make sure to post that on our social media you know give you some uh like thanks we just are truly humbled by everybody's support that's been listening to this. It's just been amazing to hear the feedback and uh, you know some constructive criticisms that we've received about things, and it's just been phenomenal. And uh, so we're looking at maybe doing a giveaway, and I'll let Nate tell you a little more about that because he's kind of been involved in the process of what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. Okay, so we are going to do a little uh, celebratory giveaway of some cornhole, a cornhole board set. Um, we are having uh, Chase Hansen. He's my old football coach. He's going to custom make them, and we're going to put our Higher Points logo on there, and then uh, we're going to put them on Facebook and Instagram and have you guys um, like and share the posts, um, follow our pages, and uh, we're gonna, we'll put out more details on that once we make the post. But um, we're just going to choose one winner, and uh, you guys are going to end up with a nice new set of cornhole boards for uh, – tailgating or backyard games or whatever it may be so yeah we just want to give you guys like a, just a little bit of a, a humble thank you from us you know you have given us support and you've shown us the support through the downloads and everything and we just kind of want to give back uh we we both kind of had like a service mindset when it came to this podcast so i think we're just gonna we just want to kind of continue down that track so yep Pretty um, excited about it i'll let you take it away from here what you got i don't know hopefully you guys <laughs> are listening to this it's monday morning guys are uh getting ready for the week for the day just uh i don't know i just one thing that's been on my mind a a lot recently in this i don't know if it's necessarily in my line of work but i see it a lot in my line of work of people not finishing out necessarily or um not giving it everything they can on something um and just i don't know leave it all leave it all out there like on little projects or something you know like one thing that I've been doing a lot of is trim, you know, and sometimes you'll cut a piece of trim three or four times, the same piece three or four times before you get it right. Um, and you just, it's part of the perfectionist in me, I guess, but just go out there and just give it your all on everything. Um, make that piece of trim right. Uh, get that one last thing done in the office, finish your project, you know, because um, not only does it like look good to your employer or whatever, but that satisfaction you get when you get that done and the stress and anxiety that takes away, you know, just make that final push and get her done. Um, I know there's certain projects of mine that I've been trying to just mark off the list one thing at a time. And as I do that, it does relieve a little bit of stress. So just keep plugging forward, I guess. I'm that same way with, things around the house you know eventually when you kind of check something off the list it like makes my brain happy you know that's that's where i'm at with like those kinds of projects yeah that's one thing i'm bad about is cleaning and doing laundry and like me and nick had this conversation on the way here 
Like I used to think like going to the gym was a chore. Like in high school and college, it's like, man, it's just one thing I got to do, you know. Now it's like therapy, mental health. It's my medicine. Yeah. So I'm going to try and take that mindset into like doing laundry and that kind of stuff, you know. Just the therapeutic of like not having to look at that mess of clothes on the floor, you know. It's just one less stressor, piece of anxiety in your life, you know. Well, especially with as much as you have going on in your schedule, that that laundry is an opportunity for you to... um you know, kind of have some quiet time. I mean, yeah. that's just, it's just you and the laundry and, you know, that kind of stuff. It's not, you don't have a, a meeting to be in. You don't have anybody that you have to go meet or a thing to do at the store. You know, that, that is just a little bit of quiet time for you too. I mean, that's what I did all day today. Like laundry? Well, pretty much. Holy La- crap. Well, laundry, laundry and did cleaning. You and, oh, I mean, okay. I had a pretty good pile of laundry, but um, <laughs> took a nap. I didn't do anything today other than just knock off things at home, did the dishes, that kind of thing. And I don't know, it didn't seem like a super productive day, but um, looking back now, it's like I got a lot done that needed to be done at home, which is something I struggle with being gone all the time. So kind of nice to take that just day for yourself every once in a while, knock some things off the list. Yeah, I wasn't sure you knew how to do that. <laughs> you pretty much just like you were the Energizer Bunny and just kind of always were go, go, go. Proud of you for that. Good job, man. I'm trying to slow down a hair because <clears throat> I just know that, I mean, it's not sustainable to do what I'm doing and spread myself as thin as I am. So I've really got to, I'm really trying to focus on like the three main things that are, that I want to grow that I enjoy doing, which is the podcast, the store and the farm. And then, um, just like the strongman stuff and the gym. Those are, I'm trying to just cut everything else out or cut back on it and really focus on those three things. Especially with strongman, you know, going to qualified for nationals and prepping for that in June. And signed up for nationals. Yeah. So, got to find some. Hey, anybody listening wants to be a sponsor, for, <laughs> send someone to nationals. <laughs> I'm your guy. Well, uh, just make sure this time that you don't try to go for like 312 on the farmer's carries and throw your back out, okay? Yeah, I'll try not just to. promise me not it's to do farmer's that. hold this time. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. So just a hold, hold for time? For a national record. It's 250 per hand. The national record's 100 or 1 minute and 7 seconds. Huh. I think that's decently doable. Mm-hmm. 250's not a whole lot, picking that up. I mean, that you... sucked on the Denny Stones, but... Well, that's that's different because those Denny stones are a lot. The the handles a lot smaller. Mm-hmm. Whereas the farmers carries the handles are bigger to kind of distribute that. Hands. Yeah, distribute that weight <laughs> a little bit. Well, were you and I doing with the farmers carries that one day? Wasn't it like three oh six or something mm-hmm. like that? Yeah. So I mean, you know, you can lift it. Like that's not the that's not the problem. It's just like the grip strength. Yeah, which I'm just. That's what I've used my hands for my occupation my whole life. You know, construction and farming and wrenching and stuff. So my grip strength's pretty decent so well, and didn't you 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 were on the o-line right mm-hmm. so that i mean not that you were holding you know nobody on the o-line ever holds but i mean that was like one of the things that through lifting your whole life you've developed good grip strength there too yeah. and then being on the football field and using your hands and <clears throat> through that is is also gonna help that grip strength overall yeah. i mean it's not like freakishly outstanding grip strength like some people but it's like brian shaw did you see him like fingertip picking up those 245 245 pound plates by the middle oh my gosh i was like what i tried to do that with just a 25 in the weight room the other day i didn't put any chalk or try real hard but it was like 
I could barely pick it up off the ground. <laughs> and he's picking up 245s and putting them above his head. When is Nationals, by the way? June 24th. And we're at? In uh, Manchester, New Hampshire. Holy cow, that's way up there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Just let you know, I probably won't be going with you. It's kind of cool. My cousin uh, lives in Boston, so I'm going to go see her while I'm up there. Boston's only like 40 minutes from New Hampshire. Or from you need to send back some lobster. Yeah. Like pack that in dry ice and <laughs> yeah. send it back. I will love you forever. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, it's going to be expensive. It's $169 a night for the room. Um, and then How flights, many days is it? Uh, th- at least three nights I think I would stay. Because I would get in probably Thursday. Friday night's the, the weigh-ins and stuff. Saturday is the competition and then fly back Sunday. So, and then the flights were like 550 bucks. So getting up there, it's not even counting food or any of that other stuff. If I want to go look at Boston, travel and eating that kind of stuff. So it's just money. You got plenty of that laying around. Yeah. Like just tons of it. Yeah. I wish (laughs) we're going to take the high point farms, private jet. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you'd been holding out on me. Yeah. <laughs> well, my turn. Did you uh did you watch the um the Arnold classic stuff? Uh no, I I saw that Martins won, which doesn't surprise me. He's I mean, won if you, every other. If you other... watch that guy, he's just he's a machine. He won like the Road Rogue Invitational and yep. recently and World's Strongest Man and this is the only one he hadn't won. And yeah, he kind of dominated. Well, uh, I follow him on Instagram, and just watching his workout routine and the things he goes through, it's it's very different from like Brian Shaw, mm-hmm. Nick Best, Robert Oberst. It's very different from those guys. Yeah, and obviously it's working. Yep. Um, and, and he's younger than those guys too. I mean, he's Brian Shaw is thirty nine. Um, he's like probably twenty six, <clears throat> seven. Yeah. I th- at the oldest, he's in his very early thirties. Yeah, at his oldest. The Tom and Luke Stoltman, those dudes, man. Could you imagine? You know, you competing know. at the highest level in the world, strongman, like with your brother, every competition. That'd be so badass. <laughs> well, and you have that sibling rivalry that comes over with. Yeah, you and, well. and I mean, they train together every day. Like that would be so much fun. Wasn't? Doesn't one of them have? Didn't one of them have autism? Mm-hmm. I think uh, Luke, Luke does I think, the younger I think one. Luke was, yeah. I mean, high-functioning autism, but... Those dudes are freaking animals. <laughs> um, I'm looking up how old uh, Martins Lisi's is. What's Prob- his name? He's, yeah, so 31. Damn, I'm good. Brian Thompson, maybe? One of the other strongmen, like, his opening weight for their... They did T-bar squat, 906 pounds. Opening, like most of the other people had already, like Luke and Tom Stoltman had already done their their three attempts, and his opening weight was heavier than their third attempt. <laughs> it's kind of cool. <clears throat> um, I don't even think that like 906 could be done by you and I. Like if you and I got under the bar, well, maybe. Because what's, what's your back squat right now? Um, 515. Okay, so we could do it then. Never mind. We could do it. I mean, I don't want to try it, but... It's a lot of weight. <laughs> we could do it. That T-bar is interesting, though. It didn't look like they had to go quite as deep as like a powerlifting squat, but they were still... 
Is that the same one that we have in the gym? The one that Seth bought? Mm-mm. They have it's it's like a curve kind of. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, what's his name? That's the what's the names the guy's name? That's the world's strongest gay. Uh, Kearney. Yeah. Um, Rob, right? Rob, Rob Kearney. Rob Kearney. He, was, he was a beast, too. He he did a crazy, like, he did a powerlifting one, like, because he had, like, knee wraps and stuff, just mm-hmm. like a powerlifting meet. And he did that, and he did some crazy weight, like, up there in the 900s as well. I think most of those guys are, like, well, like, 6'5", 350 to 400. He's, like, 6'2", 275. And he was his opening weight was like eight fifty six, I think, for his squat, which is impressive. Like he's a small I mean, he's my height, fifty pounds heavier, but he's squatting eight hundred and fifty six pounds. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. Well like that that height makes all the difference in the world. I mean, just all of that. <clears throat> you just either you either do or don't have the genetics and and then also some of the drive too. Yeah. Um and also it probably depends on what uh supplement supplement you're using. Yeah. You know, test, D-ball, all the usual stuff. The basics. <laughs> the basics. Um, well, I just kind of wanted to stay on Nate's uh, kind of just positive trend there. I've been, I went to a leadership class this week, and it was like an, a quote-unquote intro to, to leadership, and it's something that's been planned for a while. It's from um, from KU's, what do they call it, uh, Pro- Public Management Center? or professional management center, something like that. KU basically has like a whole thing that's devoted to like leadership and training people how to be leaders and stuff. So that's where the instructor was from. His name was uh, Bill Howard and hopefully we'll have him on the podcast. He agreed to come on the podcast at some point, but he retired as a major out of Kansas city, Kansas PD. So he's got some pretty interesting stories as well as experience when it comes to leadership. So what I was trying to get out on that one is, so when I went into the class, you know, everybody does that whole go around the room and introduce yourself. Um, So, I always like to just put my hand in the air first and just break the ice. Like I'll I'll be the first person to go. I always am. Just mm-hmm. it's just easier that way. That was not me. I was like I want to be very last. <laughs> so I want to hear other people. Mess you know, I up told before him, I do. Yeah, I told him like my name. My name is Nick Sowers. I'm Sterling Police Department. I've been there going on 12 years. I just recently promoted to corporal, and I was like, leadership is like this itch that I can't scratch. And the instructor looked at me and he just paused for a minute. And he was like, uh, Bill Howard was like, I see future chief in you. And I was just like, you know, ha ha. And then every time he called on me, he called me chief every time. <laughs> and I was like rolling my eyes. Like, I'm like, it's just Nick. Like, just please just call me Nick, you know. And so he started calling me chief. Well, then everybody in the class, that's what they called me. Everybody called me chief. Like, nobody <laughs> called me by my name. They probably didn't know your name. They'll see you in the street. I, I knew up, several chief? people in that class <laughs> that they know me. Oh. And they still called me that. And it was a little humbling, but it was also kind of cool. And, you know, I had several people in the class come up to me and they're like, like, hey, you know, you got your shit squared away. And like, you know, you're very knowledgeable and like, you know, you've got some really good leadership traits. And I'm just like, man, I I wish the leaders that I have could see that. You know, I just feel like that's not being, you know, seen, I guess. And, you know, they're investing in me, you know. I, and I, I truly love that, and I'm humbled by that. You know, the fact that they, when I didn't get chief, they didn't just say, hey, kid, go back to work, get on the street, catch you later, like, go away. You know, they're at least investing in, you know, sending me to leadership classes. But I just have this itch to just do this and to be a part of this and to, like, make that change 
instead of being the guy on the sidelines. I mean, anybody, if you haven't listened, go back and listen to the Man in the Arena podcast, the To the Point, and you'll understand where I'm coming from. <clears throat> so, to, again, to get back onto Nate's side of the fence where he was kind of trying to be positive, what I want to encourage everyone that's listening to this podcast is don't let anyone write your story. Write your own story, you know? I mean, I imagine that when you wanted to get into hemp, and you were pitching this to some of your family or your friends or whatever, they were probably, you probably had some people that are like, uh, you're crazy. I don't know about that. Like you probably shouldn't do that. Or you're going to be in trouble for selling weed, you know, all those kinds of things. Probably. I feel like there's been more, well, you know, obviously the old partners, like they told me like, you can't make any money in hemp, like towards the end of that season. Um, but other than that, you know, a lot of people have really been supportive towards it and they see <clears throat> that we're in it for all the right reasons and yeah. this and that. But I have noticed recently a little bit, like when we go to these shows and stuff, there's people that are like, I'll just kind of watch people's facial expressions as they're walking past the booth and they read our sign and it sees, they see CBD hemp and then they just like kind of scowl a little bit at it or something. Yeah. And is what it is. They just need to, and there was one guy actually, um, he was like reading it. I asked him if he knew anything about CBD. That's most most of the time. That's how I start off a conversation. It's like, "Are you familiar with CBD?" Something like that. And he's like, "Oh, not really." He said, "I think I'm about as educated on it as I want to be, <laughs> or I need to be, or something yeah. like that." Like, oh, which is probably me. not at all. Yeah, pretty close minded. <laughs> well, I just want to encourage if you're listening to this podcast, like, take my words, soak them in, because this is what it is. This is the way the world is. And this isn't me being arrogant. This is me like, just like, I know, I know what I'm talking about here. Don't let anyone else write your story. Like you go out and you do what you want to do as long as it's not unethical or moral or legal, you know, but like me, this, this whole leadership thing, like it's not going to die. I don't have a defeated feeling about not getting chief this last time. I don't like, I'm going to make leadership happen. And if it's not at this department, so be it. Um, you know, I have some uh, some irons in the fire of things that I'm thinking and things that I'm going to do. And one way or another, it's happening. I don't care. You know, like if, if, if somebody tells me like, oh, you're not ready, you're not smart enough, you don't have this experience, you don't have that experience. Like, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. Your opinion doesn't matter. I am going to do it. I just am. You know, one way or another. Of. If it's if it's 10 years from now, so be it. But it is going to happen. Or I'm going to die trying. One of the two. And so... I'm just focused on that and, and, uh, I just, it's my calling. I can't explain it any better than that. I feel a little bit that way on leadership too, that it's just like, it's something that I'm good at bringing people together and getting a task completed or, um, motivating my team to like get something done, this and that, you know, I just feel like leadership is in my blood as well as like another thing I've noticed recently is just that drive to figure out mental health you know and to help people with mental health situations and just know that everybody has struggles with it i don't know it's just something that's well i never thought we'd be where we are in the podcast with that subject <clears throat> that subject is almost like something i can't get enough of yeah i'm really looking forward to the opportunity to have like janine and her boss mm -hmm. and i thought about like my therapist as well but I'm like, then you'd have to start signing waivers and then it would like maybe be weird of her talking about stuff that maybe I would. Do. So I figured just two disinterested parties, you yeah, know, I think that'd be best. but I think that would be 
uh, just really cool to have them come on too. Because I mean, uh, like I said, when when Ted and her were here, we're, we're not even seeing the tip of the iceberg of what the United States government has done to us mm-hmm. over COVID. I mean, uh, you think it's bad now with mental health and with the way inflation is right now and how much stuff costs. Like everybody, like even my the lady that cuts my hair, she increased her prices because of just like she has to drive to work, etc. So you're going to see the same thing go into mental health. Those those services are going to cost more. People are going to be using them less. Mm-hmm. So we are seeing just the tip. I guarantee just the tip of the iceberg, hundred percent. I don't know something. It's it's going to get worse before it gets better. That's for sure. But one thing that excites me about the future is, um, we were at the shop, Kansas Farms Extravaganza and Lions, and you know, seeing all these local farmers and everybody like coming together and selling their products farm to table. That just it excites me, man, because that's where you're going to get, you're going to start having affordable products come from your farmers now instead of from the grocery store. It's going to have to be that way with the way like things are happening in Ukraine. Like if we were to go to war, local products, where are you going to have to go? So if, I mean, if you got that itch to start your local business, even if it's just something small to start, you know, like it's doing something out of your basement, um, just start it, send it. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine if Jeff Bezos never did, and regardless of what you feel about his philosophies or how he runs his business, let's face it, the guy is a multi-billionaire. Yeah. I think he's the first person to break $200 billion. Is he? Yeah. Um, and I could be wrong there, but let's it, we can all agree he's filthy rich. Let's just agree on that, right? Um, and, and can you imagine if he listened to people that like, because he started legitimately just selling stuff out of his garage. That's how Amazon started. Yep. If he'd uh, If he'd have just like probably listen to some haters is like, why are you doing that? That's stupid. Like nobody's ever going to do that, you know, and he wouldn't be where he's at. He wouldn't be doing what he's doing. Like go start your business. Now you never know what may be happening. And like I told you on the way here, you motivated me to reach out to local farmers. And that's what I've done on trying to get some meat. And, you know, I kind of tentatively have some of that set up because I'd rather give money to them than to Kroger, Yeah, you know, or Walmart or target or you name it. I mean, it's better quality beef, anyways. You know, when you kind of you know where it's coming from, and yeah. you know if who's you really want it, how to, you can go it. pet the cow before they butcher it. I mean, most people probably <laughs> won't want to do that, but you can meet your cow. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, like if you guys want, I know quite a few farmers that do this. Like, if anybody has a desire and wants to, like, is interested in that, you know, reach out to me, and I can I can connect the dots for you and help you find these farmers because. They're everywhere. They really are. Um, a lot of times the farmers, though, they're stubborn and they don't want to change the way they've done it for the past 40 years. And that, I think that's part of the struggle we're seeing is farmers have just always been used to selling to packing plants or selling to the grain elevator or this and that. You know, I think they're real, they're struggling to step outside of that box a little bit. Some of them are. Some of them are adapting good, but... Well, at least with the packing plants from a farmer's perspective, you know that you're going to sell them and you're going, you're going to get paid. You may not get paid what you want to get paid, but a check is going to show up in the mail. The, th- the thing I found with my friend is he would have people that would commit to a hog, a whole hog, and then they'd call saying, hey, they're going to butcher tomorrow. We haven't received your payment yet. Oh, 
uh, my bad, uh, never mind, I, I don't have the money, or they make some excuse. Mm-hmm. And now they're scrambling to try to, you know, find somebody, because, you know, butchers are busy right now. Yeah. So when you say you're bringing six, six are going, you know. Yep. And if you don't bring six, then that butcher is going to be mad at you, yep. because, you know, they're counting on that. And and they'll work with you as long as you're consistent with them, but you start screwing them over, and they, they're not going to work with you. So... I could see where they wouldn't want to do that scramble. It's easy to load them in a truck, take them there, get a check. Load them in a truck, take them there, get a check. Well, the easy way is not going to put you above and beyond. Well, I know, but I'm just saying I could see the comfort. I could see the this is the way kind of it's always been. Why change? You know, it's worked for this long. Nope, I understand that mindset too. And I don't know, all things come with, good things come with hard work. Yeah. I mean, if you're not, and I mean, not saying farmers aren't hard workers because they're some of the hardest workers I know. <laughs> you know, yeah. they work twenty four seven most of the time. They're just always going, pulling calves in the middle of the night at three in the morning when it's negative twenty degree wind chills yeah. out. You know, I wouldn't want to do that. That's for the birds, man. <laughs> they can keep it. Well, so to recap, just uh, let's have a good week, everybody. You know. You you take that mindset, and it is up to you to have that good week, that yeah. good day, that good 20 minutes, you know. Like, if you set your mindset that you're going to have a good week, you're going to. Just keep on plugging along. Yeah, and I just encourage you on the recap on mine. Write your own story. I don't care what anybody else says. If it's in your heart and it's what you want, make it happen. Write your own story. Send it. Well, hey, everybody. Thanks for taking the time to listen to us here at the Higher Points Podcast. We appreciate all the feedback. Again, we're super humbled that you are here gathered with us today. And we're o- we're over a 1,000 downloads already, which is absolutely mind-blowing. And again, we're humbled by that. We're going to be giving a giveaway of a couple of cornhole boards. So be looking out for those social media posts. Uh, you know, it'll be your typical, like, you know, you're expected to kind of like like the page, share, tag a couple of friends, um, and all that other good stuff. We'll have more details in those social media posts. We're given a couple of cornhole boards with our logo on it, and uh, we'll pick a lucky winner of everybody that has done that. Uh, don't forget to read us, leave us a rating and a review. Check us out on Facebook at the Higher Points Podcast, on Instagram at the Higher Points, and our website, uh, higherpoints.com. Appreciate you guys taking the opportunity to listen to us. We'll catch up with you next time.